So hi, one of the Good Noise Podcasts here the Morning Collective. We're going to ask him some questions today. I'm going to start. So what inspired you to start the project, and what does the project name mean? What was the first question? When did I start the project? What inspired you to start the project? What inspired me to start the project? Okay. Uh, so the name Morning Collective kind of comes uh, a little bit from... This is a pretty new project. I started it back in April uh, when all this shit was starting to really go down with uh, the COVID situation that everyone's well aware of. And I read an article about how kind of the whole world was going through uh, like a collective sense of grief or like a collective sense of mourning and like loss. And I thought that was kind of a kind of a catchy name for a project I was working on. And I, I kind of liked the... Um, the pun side of it where it's a collective but it's just it's just me by myself <laughs> so I thought, yeah. I thought that was funny uh and inspiration to start the project was just um uh, i was an essential i was an essential worker uh so i never really got the time off everybody else did but i um i took a week off and i just um honestly i just wanted something to fill the time and uh, I knew I was about to move to Massachusetts. Uh, this was back in April and I, I'm in Massachusetts now, but uh, I was living in Washington and I knew my band um, wouldn't be able to do any of the stuff we had planned for the spring and the summer because, you know, you just couldn't be around anybody and all live music was canceled. So I just wanted an avenue to kind of get out some song ideas I had in my head that were just a little bit different than what my band was doing at the time. Uh, so, yeah, I just kind of decided to download some programs and teach myself how to do like MIDI drums and just kind of go from there and see where it goes. Okay. Wow. Sick. So congrats on your newest releases, spring and summer. How do you feel about the response to it so far or to them so far? Good. Um, you know, I'm super, super DIY. So I really, uh, I'm not a guy who knows how to build an audience really. Uh, I'm not really very knowledgeable about, organically getting it out there. So I'm just doing what little I can. And, you know, when people do hear it, um, the response has been pretty good on the uh, YouTube page for the music video for summer. Uh, somebody compared it to Stone Roses meets like the Pixies. And that was like mm -hmm. the highest compliment I could ever imagine. Uh, yeah. Because to me, like Pixies are like my number one kind of influence um, on just a, I don't know, maybe like a subconscious level. Uh, so anytime someone picks up on that and it's just like a stranger, like, I don't know who this person is. I don't know how they found the video. Um, so that kind of response, I think has been really cool. I'm hoping to, to get a couple more, you know, eyes and ears on it. Um, and I'm working on a couple things there, but, uh, for now, I mean, I'm, I'm a small timer. So anytime I, I wake up and I look at like the Bandcamp or Spotify for artists app, I see like five more plays in a day. I get super excited. Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's been, it's been cool. All right. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process? Yeah, so I'm a guitar player, always have been, very, very amateur level skill. Um, I kind of grew up on punk rock and I just was a power chord guy for, and I really still am. Uh, so I wanted to challenge myself and I was also in a little bit of a songwriting rut. Uh, my previous band, Regress, had just written a, a eight song album over the last year and we kind of burnt out on ideas and I just wasn't feeling that inspired. So what I did was I went on Amazon and got this super cheap, like $80 jazz bass knockoff. Um, and I thought, okay, you know, to mix up the songwriting process, I'll just start, instead of starting with guitar and like jamming out on guitar until I have something, I just started writing bass riffs and I'd record them. I use um, Reaper uh, for my uh, recording 
and I would just start jamming out some bass riffs and seeing where that goes. And once I felt like I had a, I don't know, like a verse down, I would then layer drums on top of it. And only then would I start to find the guitar parts. Mm -hmm. And I felt that that really kind of helped break me out of the rut I was in. Um, I try to keep it very, very simple. Like one of the goals with Morning Collective is, um, you know, kudos to all those bands that can do really like fancy guitar licks. Like that's awesome. I love listening to it. I can't play it to save my life. So I, I want to like, I want to boil like guitar rock music down to like a very, very basic sort of essence where it's super simple and just kind of catchy. So I stick to really simple, like chunky rhythm guitar. And then I just try to find like really easy to play, but cool sounding lead riffs to put on top of it. Uh, and then once I have kind of the skeleton and also I, I try not to go too crazy with song structure, like, especially if you listen to spring, uh, each of those four songs is just one looped drum part for the entire song. Wow. Uh, and I just kind of play around with it from there to try to like, the challenge was to try to make that sound interesting. Like how can I take one drum beat and make something like somewhat interesting from that for summer? I kind of jazzed it up a little bit. I experimented with like, uh, drum fills and like multiple drum parts to help differentiate stuff. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, my writing process is just like, keep it super simple, try to keep it catchy and, um, hopefully something memorable comes out. Mm -hmm. Sick. So where was your headspace while writing those? Mm. So that's kind of one of the long-term goals of this project. You can probably tell with spring and summer, like I'm doing right now at least and we'll see if i continue it but for now i like the idea of doing really short seasonal releases that just coincide with like kind of my mental state um mm -hmm. around the time it's written so for spring everything was super new with kind of how you know like i said not to beat a, a dead horse but the, the covid situation like how the world was starting to feel and so spring is very like i don't know back then it felt almost like this would be like a quick little thing it'll pass. We'll go back to normal by the summertime. Like everything's going to be cool. So um, it, it's more of an optimistic sound. And so the songs are a little poppier on it, a little, uh, the production's a little bit lighter. Mm -hmm. um, but for summer, it's kind of like, I, I wanted to capture the full on kind of like nihilism that it feels like where it's like, Oh, maybe this is just not going to end. Like this is like, it's way worse than we thought it was going to be. And it's just going to be terrible forever is how it feels. Yeah. Everything's canceled summer's over falls mm -hmm. control, like fuck it it doesn't matter anymore um yeah. so for summer i really wanted to capture that kind of spirit of just um i guess i'd call it like playful nihilism because the lyrics i try to have like some fun where it's like it's like a light-hearted touch like i don't go too deep on on subject matter but um i just like i came up with the line the summer never ends and mm -hmm. i thought that was a cool line to end the song and the release on uh because i think that kind of captures where my headspace is right now. I feel like, you know, and I, I did a cross country move, packed three cats on an airplane and flew from Washington to Massachusetts with like a full on like N95 mask, the face shield. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was terrifying. It was like a horrible experience. Um, and I wrote the songs right before that, knowing I was going to be going through that. And it's just like, I don't, I don't know where I'm going with this anymore, but it's just, um, it's, it's been a long summer. Uh, yeah, definitely. It's not getting any shorter, and I, I was trying to kind of capture that headspace with these two songs. Okay. So it's very, it's very like aggressive sounding in that sort of way. Yeah. All right. Um, 
So will your next couple releases be called Fall and Winter since you've got that like <laughs> release pattern going? Yeah, so that's kind of um that's the plan. Uh, mm-hmm. and with, with Spring, I did four songs because it was my debut, and I, I always like debuting a project with like a full EP um, rather than like just a little two two song thing. But I think I liked that summer was two songs. I think it made it quicker to just get through everything. So tentatively, um, yeah, I'd start writing fall here probably in like a month or two. I don't want to start it too early because I, I really like to knock these songs out within like a week when I do a, a release, just like bunker down and get it done. Um, so for fall, if if I do a fall rather than something else, uh, yeah, I'd probably start writing that in like late September, uh, put it out in like October and yeah, probably be like another two songs, maybe three. Um, and then winter. And then um, one idea I had at the start of the project was if I did that, what could be cool is in when I'm done with all four, I could take the best songs from them and like send them off to get mastered together and just do like the, I come up with some oh. other name. It'd, it'd be mm-hmm. like the, the, the year album, you know, like yeah. a, a year. Seasons. Yeah. yeah. Looking back on the year, all four seasons, like the best song, at least the title tracks for sure. Maybe supplement it with something else. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. But it's all, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know where it's going. It kind of depends on, I guess, where the interest comes in and, you know, if someone's interested in, releasing anything on vinyl that'd be awesome um but yeah for now it's just kind of like when when the spirit captures me i'm just like all right let's just jam out a quick release Mm -hmm. solid so what band or artist influence do you think in here on summer and spring yeah so summer for for contemporary bands um there's a lot of nothing dna in that i would say um I, I kind of like that. Um, it's it's corny, but on the on the Twitter bio, I just said it's new gaze, which is such a stupid word, but I thought it was funny because mm-hmm. uh, it's like new, new metal and shoe gaze. I don't know. It's dumb. yeah, but I didn't want to be like post gaze. So I was like, oh, it's new gaze, like new gaze. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> um, but it's uh, yeah, c- contemporary wise, there's a lot of nothing in in the sound. Um, uh, as far as more classic bands, like I said, um, Pixies are kind of in the the all, all throughout the DNA of what I try to do in terms of capturing, not necessarily like a specific sound uh, or genre, but in more of like a vibe and attitude. Like I think Pixies are probably, in my opinion, the best rock band ever created. And, and they just capture such, um, how can I say it? It's like an edginess without being corny about it. It's like mm-hmm. just a certain nonchalant, borderline sloppy um kind of vibe and i really like that and i I want that to kind of permeate through my sound too um i like a lot of modern um uh uh, teenage wrist um Mm -hmm. and then uh uh, hyperview by title fight and more recently the dude's new project glitterer i really liked his uh whole thing where all of his songs are just super short and to the point Mm-hmm. So that's I, I try not to let any of my songs go beyond three minutes. I try to okay. like that a hard cutoff. Like I try to do it as much as I can while leaving it like two minutes or shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that that's that's kind of the cocktail right now. Okay, okay, solid. Um, so is there a certain feeling you want your listeners to have while listening through your music? Yeah, um, kind of back to what I was saying earlier with summer. It's kind of just that that collective nihilism we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I try to keep my my finger on the pulse of 
you know, how, at least locally, how it seems like people are feeling. Like I said, right now, there's like that kind of nihilism and hopelessness. And, you know, in spring, it was a little bit more like fun and, and light and optimistic. So I try to just follow how things are feeling in, in a general sense in terms of the state of the world um, in regards to just all the fun 2020 has thrown at us. Mm -hmm. uh, so for summer, it's definitely that like, it's all burning down. So what are you going to do? Just shrug your shoulders and let it ride, man. Like that's just kind of how, how it feels right now. And I, I wanted to capture that sort of vibe for the music for sure. Okay. okay. All right. Makes sense. So where do you see the project in the next five years? Five years, man, hopefully, hopefully a couple of full records out, hopefully something pressed to vinyl. Um, hopefully at least 25 monthly listeners on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> uh you never know you know I'm, i've been writing music music since i was 11 years old so i'm definitely not going to stop whether it stays it's morning collective like what's cool is the flexibility when you're doing everything by yourself is you know you can turn on a dime like if i mm -hmm. wanted to just wake up and like oh let's try you know i'm going to put out like a pop punk project like yeah i feel like i'm empowered to do that now i actually have an idea for one i want to call oh. it uh, depression beard and it's going to okay. be like like a roswell kid like pop punk kind of thing that might come out someday just you know bookmark that <laughs> um but yeah five years of morning collective man i would love to have uh i'd love to have some sort of fan base but i if that's not in the cards and you know if just a few people hear the music and like it and think it's cool and maybe help them process some stuff that they're going through um i'd feel pretty accomplished about that oh all right um so for the last <laughs> couple questions we're going to shift away from music and go straight to death row Let's go. So, if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with drink? With drink? Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Uh, you know, in, in Disneyland, they got these uh, these Belgian, like, Mickey-shaped waffles. It's just mm -hmm. the most incredible thing in the world. So, I think I'd have, like, one of those and then, uh, like, a, like, a six-pack of Rainier Tall Boys, uh, which is just a shitty Washington beer that's very close to my heart. Okay. Uh, some, some combo of that, I think, would make me feel pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Wow. All right. <laughs> so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Fictional world for a week? Do I get to pick what I like? What I do? Or do I just kind of like go yeah, through the pick. life yeah, shit pick. reading? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I think I would be really good if you just throw me in like Tamriel as a blacksmith or something. Like just okay. kind of chilling, eating like sweet rolls and then cheese. Mm -hmm. uh like making swords for the for the hero like the dragonborn when he comes through like that'd be yeah. cool um or you, i think i could be like a droid in star wars would be would be fun okay well a droid <laughs> wouldn't yeah. you like die <laughs> I just... don't they usually like go for the droids dude 3po's died like six times oh man. sorry i'm thinking of up. the 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 long the ones with the long like face Oh, like the, um, the battle droids. Yeah, the battle droids. Oh, I was no, thinking battle no. droids. No. Oh, okay. I, I, I'm an independent droid. Okay, okay. I was like, <laughs> bro, why would you make that? All right, cool. Thank you for no clarifying. Way. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I have the honor of asking the last question, and every single person we've spoken to says the most important question. Oh, boy. Okay. What is mm -hmm. your favorite color? Oh, man, like a, like a, like a deep forest green, for sure. Ooh. Don't even have to think about it. Yeah, Very super specific. easy. I love it. Just, um, I'm, I'm from Washington State, man. We got the evergreen trees. Like mm -hmm. that's home. <laughs> yeah. Right. Awesome. 
Uh, so as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Anything I'd like to plug? Oh man, I wasn't prepared for that. Uh, my buddies in Washington uh, have a band called Low There. Uh, definitely check that out. They put out a record earlier this year in like March and it's incredible. Um, definitely big time, uh, like post hardcore, like good guitar rock, alternative rock. Um, super, super good album. Uh, not enough people heard it. So definitely that. All right. All right. Well, uh, thank you for sitting down with us. This has been Morning Collective and We're the Good Noise Podcast.